0: This episode is thanks to Hail the Kale, healthy meals home delivered that you're actually going to want to eat. Welcome to the Left to Field Podcast with Danny Kavanagh. Ryan, welcome to the Left to Field Podcast. How are you going today?
1: Very well, Danny. Thank you.
0: And so Good how's your day been?
1: No, it's been good, it's been good, just uh, organising a few things uh, in the practice and some projects we're working on, which is exciting, so yeah, it's I uh, things should kick off around about June, which will be nice, uh, yeah, and not chiropractic related more, like with the bloke's labs or stuff that we're doing.
0: Yeah, so uh, everyone's going to learn a lot about you today, because you like to do a lot of different things, mm. but let's get started with, I guess, your bread and butter, chiropractic. Yeah. You've been doing it for years, you've mm. had a big emotional ride, I guess, with it over the last few yep. years. Tell me how you started your own business and what got you into that industry.
1: Mm, yeah, so now I've been doing it for 13 years. So I um, essentially how I got into it, I didn't have like, an amazing story with it. So when I was at school, I probably wasn't an amazing student. I was a good athlete, one of the boys, really fascinated with the human body and anatomy and everything else I sucked at. So like, it was pretty much one of these things that, yeah, I didn't really commit to <laughs> my academics as a mm-hmm. youngster. I was more just committed to sports and that sort of stuff. So inherently I just sort of, I floated through uni for a few years and then eventually pulled my finger out and thought, no, nah, I actually want to give it a crack and get into Cairo. So got into that.
0: So for people who aren't sure, Cairo, you do have to study for it, right? A lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. myths out there, <laughs> isn't there? That what You, you guys can learn can, online. You can. Yeah,
1: just watch YouTube Cairo. You'll be all right. Watch your <laughs> you yeah, <laughs> you videos. That teaches <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, exactly right. you know? Get the Y-strap out. You're good to go. Yeah, exactly right. So no, um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, then got into uni, finished that and started my own business first year out of uni and I've been doing it for 13 years now. So Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the things. Late starter, but like as soon as I I did about nine years of uni, so by the time I got into my own business, I just went. Nah, I just want to give it a crack and not work for anyone.
0: What is your then philosophy behind chiropractic? Because there's a lot of different mm, ways that people mm, do it. Some people definitely. successful, others not so much. You've yeah, obviously definitely. you've obviously you know found a good kind of niche yeah, in what you like yeah. to do and how you preach your work. Well, Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah, so like with chiro, the thing is where it's so misunderstood. There's three main things that were where it varies. There's like the philosophy, the technique and the competency as well. So like the philosophy is like how the chiropractor sort of feels, how a chiropractor plays a role in your in, in your healing or in your, in your treatment. So for example, some you might have a chiropractor who is like you just come in first day on the table where you saw crack crack boom get out like you know, just come back whenever you saw. Yeah that could be one or, or some like a you know, philosophy could be a just just pure acute pain management that's it.
0: There's one now, issue, we solve that, move on to the next.
1: Even in terms of if you don't necessarily solve it, just <laughs> symptomatically it gets better, you know what I mean? And that, that could be perceived, perceived as solving. Another one is a model, is like the more the vitalistic model, which is more understanding that there's various things that contribute you know, to what's actually affecting things. Normally that has more of like a wellness nervous system sort of focus where people are coming in more frequently. You're really sort of addressing more deeper underlying issues. That can, um, yeah, that's where someone's probably is more... More like, I guess, ongoing sort of care as opposed to more symptomatic care. So, there's variation in terms of, and that's where it's confusing because someone might go, Oh, I went to this chiro and just got cracked straight away, and someone else might be on a management plan. And you know, there's so that's where it, is. it really depends. And for some people, no right or wrong, and it's good having different chiros practice differently because some people want to actually have a plan, other people don't. You know, what I mean, so at least it gives them that option. The other thing is the skill level, that's hugely uh there's a big variable. variety yeah there? there's a big variety because it's one of those professions it takes so many years to get like really well grounded in it and even then some people don't get particularly well grounded even if they've been doing it for a while so and generally it's different to you know if you say you're an accountant or lawyer and you work for a big firm they'll put they'll sort of hide you from big clients you know what i mean and you'll do like they do you know in your background when you did uh, journalism things like that they're not going to throw you into big, big, yeah. big sort of higher projects straight away. They'll sort of groom you into things and as you get more competent, boom. Whereas with Cairo, because it's so technical, but straight away you're just getting thrown into the deep end. Someone could pay to come see me or they you know, might pay the same amount to see a new grad.
0: Someone straight out of uni, yeah. first so, day.
1: Yeah, so there's not like a, it's not scaled in any way. So it's like one of those things, it's a pretty tough, you know, learning learning curve. And there's a huge difference in, in competency levels as well. So, And the third main thing is different technique. So, I mean, like myself, I do more of like a physical, sort of very physical style, integrate some soft tissue, but very probably heavier manual adjusting style. Other cars would do just spine. I do probably full body. Some do like more soft tissue, integrate it with different things and do the adjustments. Some do just using like low force techniques. So, that's what I mean. You can have two that have very similar competency and technique, but they have different philosophy, for you mean, or they might have the same philosophy, but then they got different competency or different techniques. So that's where it's it's so tricky for people because they they'll find someone, they might go, oh fuck, I had this person, I saw they're amazing, and then they retired or they left, and then I saw the next guy, <laughs> and he sucked, and I went to somewhere else, and then they sucked, and they go on this journey trying to find someone. And I hear that story like all the time when people sort of come in, eventually sort of see someone like myself, and even my style is. I believe I'm very competent in what I do, and I'm very experienced. But I do more like, I guess, yeah, heavier manual adjusting style. So if someone is like very, very, very fearful and wants the law of force stuff, probably someone like me isn't suitable for them. But a lot of the people that sort of attract um, and sort of come in are the people based on like the content I create. They're like they want to see like bigger, heavier adjustments, and, and that's the stuff that they want. So I produce content around that, and they inherently come in.
0: Exactly. So I think. That's probably, you can, you're can you saying then the reason you got into doing that content is to show people your style. Mm, mm, your style mm. is, I guess, quite... quite entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're doing a lot of celebrities with it as well. So it's obviously resonating with athletes and higher mm. profile people. Tell me, how did you get into that area? Like the UFC fighters and all of that. They yeah. obviously like your style. Mm. How does your style work for, say, an athlete out there that wants to see you?
1: Good. Yeah, so... Basically, firstly, how it works for an athlete, it's more most athletes want, like, physical work done to them. They want to feel actual, like, change. They don't want to have, like, you know, the low force sort of stuff. Normally, most of the time, or, or like, you know, get a bigger dude. I see heaps of FIFA guys. They don't want <laughs> someone smaller, just just put a few needles into them and, and give them a little massage and, 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 like, you know, use the tool. They want to actually, like, feel the change and, and actually, you know, be able to pre-test, post-test and notice that. So, I guess, like, and generally that sort of style... People respond quicker as well. I find than the law force. It takes a bit bit longer. You know, building the network. I mean, my background. I mean, I've had a background in sports. I've competed in you know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I've been you know, seeing tra- training fighters for years and that sort of stuff. So I guess it's my probably competency experience, and I've got a pretty good network sort of in those in those sort of spaces. Yeah, and you do that, and eventually you build content, and people start seeing content. You go overseas. You work with other people. You know, and it just keeps like it keeps building from there.
0: How have you found, you know, diving into that world of content creation, mm. you know, your TikToks and your Instagrams mm. and all of that?
1: Good question. So I'm very much, I've got a very creative side to me as well. So like then in terms of, I don't do content creation necessarily to like build my Cairo business because we, we've already got like adequate, you know, marketing and sort of a good system that sort of works with that. So my purpose of doing content creation, which to the level that I've done it particularly since about July last year, is I always did content but like there's levels, there's like entry level, you know, just doing enough just to build a bit of business branding. But then there's actually trying to build a proper online brand, which is a whole nother. Get
0: that following, get yeah, a yeah, and that's actually a whole, interacting with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, of
1: course. And that's more like an, I've got more like an international focus of that, not like a local focus of that. So, um, yeah, and I guess, you know, like anything you build, you build a solid brand that leads to other opportunities and it's something I enjoy doing. It's a creative outlet, it costs a fortune, but uh, there's like a vision that I want to do with that that is non-chiro related, but like at least building the chiro, I mean, chiropractic is part of my brand. It's not my full brand, but that was sort of evolved with time. So for me, I think really like during COVID particularly as well, it sort of was a bit of, bit of a, um alarm bell that, you know, the government can close your business down straight away and you've got to have another means. And, you know, it, I think that was not that I have to feel like, felt like I necessarily had to do it, but that was like probably the first time I like really thought, shit, you need to...
0: Actually, ha- yeah,
1: you need to be able to adapt and actually have like something online that you can start to build towards. And you can't just create something like that, like especially in the space I'm doing. And um, I mean, obviously, you can't do adjustments online, but doing other sort of things in terms of building a personal brand and other, you know, services or you know, venture products and things like that you can offer. I mean, just start. With, I thought you know it was probably yeah about six seven months ago. I just thought, nah, fuck it, start the process and uh, yeah, build, and it's going really well. So it's just something you just got to commit to it. I mean, you've got to have a knack for it, commit to it. And I've got a good team that sort of works with me and just, you know, keep producing content, figure out what works and just, you know, keep scaling it.
0: Well, you mentioned it there briefly that you have a vision for where you want to take this content creation and not necessarily stay in the kind of area that you're in now. Mm. You've started with a podcast, The Bloke's Lab. Uh, tell us a bit about that and what you want to do with that.
1: Yeah. So basically, a big passion of mine is uh, helping men really discover you know and work through their own bullshit i mean male men and women we've all got our own bullshit that we're working through our own things and not everyone might be like um having crazy mental health crises and things like that i mean some people are other people um just need to talk or or even they're just they've got deeper issues going on that they're not even aware of and they're numbing themselves through various vehicles and you know and guys are classic for doing it a lot of guys actually don't really realize there's much going on but they're you know, numb themselves through overworking. You know, drinking. It might be women, might be porn, might be being on the phone, video games, whatever it is. Uh, and there's all these mechanisms that are just like, and you know, and when you keep numbing yourself, all these vehicles, I guess, you know, when they're in check, things are okay. I mean, you can go out and have a drink and things like that. But when you know, you're overworking to numb yourself, or you're drinking to numb yourself, or you're playing video games or staying on the phone to numb yourself, there's like you're hiding from a, a bigger problem. And uh, I went on my own journey probably about a year and a half ago where, um, yeah, I guess I had a lot of things a guy would think is is success and I knew, you know, there was actually more that I had to sort of go and actually work through myself. Uh, and I started doing work with who's the guy who's eventually Theo, who's my um, co-host on the, on the Blokes Lab, and through doing like a lot of men's work with him and integrating somatic work, doing different plant medicine and really understanding, um, you know, a lot of cognitive coaching as well. Like that, for me, has made the biggest difference in my life. And... I as particularly after going through that and the fact that I've got a big interest in like you know personal development, growths a big value for mine. Yeah, it was like that was that once I did that journey, I really saw the benefit from that and actually started to uncover my own my own bullshit and start to, start to work through that and see how much you know better that's you know, affected my life. I was like, nah, this is the thing I want to help as many other guys sort of start to you know, realize this process as well and have someone like him on is like a, I mean, we bounce well off each other. I mean, he's a very high spiritual, he does men's and women's coaching. So he adds that element to it. And I add my own element to it as well. So, um, yeah, so we have a big vision for that, but like essentially it's really about educating, building community for men. I mean, women listen to it as well. And I think if w- women listen to it, particularly when Theo, he can uh, articulate <laughs> a lot of uh, like, you know, things about the masculine, the feminine, spirituality. Yeah. It's because he, you know, he he coaches and, you know, treats like men and women. He's so articulate at sort of hitting of that where he doesn't really trigger trigger <laughs> either sex. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's, I think, finding out really, like, who you are, working through your own things. That's, like, the most important out of anything. It's not, like, growing a business or, you know, having all this external bullshit or anything that, you know, a lot of us, like, look to achieve the deal. Because once you actually figure out who the fuck you are, like, that's number one. Because then, like, you know, the right person, the right opportunities come out and you know your relationships improve so it's just about providing a resource and community for men and also women to really understand that
0: you've done very well there including the women all the time when you're explaining but it is mainly aimed at men and that's okay because i do think they there is less resources out there for men right so this is something that you're creating off your own experiences Mm, that you're mm. saying it's something that's really i guess resonating with people people are enjoying it Are you looking for prepared meals that are home-delivered and actually look as good as they taste? Well, if you're anything like me and you eat with your eyes, you're going to love Hail the Kale. Hail the Kale is a Perth food delivery service which delivers healthy, minimally processed whole foods straight to your front door. They are vibrant rainbow-coloured bowls packed with flavour. You can pick veggie or chicken. They're all gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, so they'll fit everyone's diet. They are super delicious and you get to try them yourself with 15% off if you use the code LOF15 at checkout. That is LOF15 to receive 15% off your Hail to Kale bulbs. So get prepped a lot of personal development in your time what are some things that you've done that pe- you know have helped you is there i know that you're big into your saunas and your recovery for mm. your mental health what are some areas that you really thought helped you change yourself so,
1: so I, I guess in the past in the early days when you started business i mean most of personal development normally doesn't really start until like things that like you start a business or you do different things and you think oh shit then you start doing courses you have coaches and you understand different practices from you know things that you're you know, and these days obviously there's what you what you're watching, what you're reading, you know, your routines. I mean, I'm very like you know, bed at ten, get up at five, every you
0: know. day.
1: Yep, yep, every day, that sort of thing. Generally, uh, gym in the morning, depending on what time I'm starting the clinic. Um, and I'll have I'm a very like structured routine sort of person. I think it's these days what I do is a bit. I mean, I still like listen to podcasts, read, do all that sort of stuff. But I try and do things these days because I've I've bit more, I guess. It, in that journey though. I mean the elementary stuff I was doing years the ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like now it's like I need to do things that really like challenge me. Like whether it's you know, once a quarter I'll do like a like a really intense retreat or you know, I'll do like a competition something or something that like, really shakes shakes things up a lot. Cause even though I'm doing a lot, you can sort of get comfortable. Comfortable, even though you're fucking busy. And like it's like it's super easy, but it's just like you just plateauing. Yeah. in 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 being busy you know what i mean across so like every now and then i'd like to do things that you can sort of really shake things up in terms of like health wise i mean i do jujitsu i find that's a good sort of way of sort of testing yourself I haven't tried as so much the last three months uh, a going, yeah yeah, like a a a yeah actually just there. just hug a, hug a few men out there and then um yeah i mean doing things like the ice baths and the saunas is something i've got into more uh particularly the ice baths the last four months i find that's amazing in terms of like, you know, cognitive function. like does it have re-
0: benefits, I guess, on inflammation in the body? Ice baths help with that too?
1: It does, yeah. I mean, anything you can do that can mitigate inflammation, whether it's cleaning up your diet, mitigating stress, getting better sleep, you know, things like take your ice bath. Saunas is good for helping with I'd the inflammation as well. Yeah, yeah. You, you jumped in ice bath before?
0: I've I've done um, chirotherapy. The yeah, chambers yeah, where it's like one. the really cold air.
1: Yeah, ice I used to baths are different. Ice baths a lot harder, it's and I don't harder. think I could do it. <laughs> it's way harder. <laughs> no. Yeah, even though like the chirochambers get the 150 or 180, whatever, it, because it's, it's like vapour and it's gas, yeah. it's very different. Yeah, if you get in, in an ice bath, and look, like, even if you can get it below What's, 10 how degrees. How would
0: you then train yourself to get in one? If I was a newbie wanting to get into ice baths, what would you say? Is it cold start showers? Start off.
1: Start off. Day one is start off cold showers. Oh God, that's
0: already my showers, do you do cold almost, showers. No, my showers almost burn me. That's
1: how <laughs> yeah. hot they are. Like. No, so I do I've been doing cold showers every morning for like four or five years. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Even in winter, I started in winter. Okay. Yeah. And when I'm I'm gonna get my own ice bath sort of set up and that's gonna arrive in about Late May? Yeah. Yeah. So it I'm going to have to be
0: set up
1: at a clinic. It'll uh, it be, yeah, the same premise, but different business. Yeah. So
0: it'll
1: people can yeah, come book
0: with you for that as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be suffering every day yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted, because of the things I do about once, sometimes twice a week, okay. uh, but I want to be doing it every day. So I want to have that as part of my like, daily routines do, mm-hmm. so on, do hot and cold therapy. So Challenge
0: yourself every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And these ones that we're looking at, they can go to zero degrees, because most, they don't yeah. like, yeah. So if you go to about four, 4 is good. Like 4 degrees is like it's tough. Um if you you know, if you work through 4 degrees for like 3 minutes more, that's good, but like every degree or couple of degrees like below you go from there, it's like exponentially more difficult. Okay. Yeah. So if you're starting, I'd start ice. uh do cold showers. Yeah. If you're absolute beginner, the last 30 seconds of your shower cold, then graduate to cold showers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from there, okay. yeah, really maybe an-, an ice bath for like 1 to 2 minutes at maybe 10 degrees okay. that sort of thing and yep. then yeah because you wouldn't you wouldn't want to jump into like a, a two degree one that would just kick your ass too bad because like your hands actually go hands and feet will go like numb after like a minute a minute and a half yeah
0: is there an optimal yeah. time to do it like in the morning around training when would you suggest that people do it? it
1: depends what you're trying to do i mean there's benefits for like doing it before like actually doing it before weights oh in really terms of improving growth hormone yeah okay but in terms of like most things, don't it's a five
0: percent. It's not going to make one Yeah, okay. if that.
1: Yeah, that's so what I was just going to say. It's like focusing more on just like the practice of of doing it and x amount of times a week, as opposed to like perfect timing and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, if, even if people can start doing it once a week, you know, do the do the cold showers every day, maybe do a more intense like ice bath once a week, like just at the end of the week or whenever, like and just and just slowly sort of build up from there.
0: And so then, if you're suggesting people do that, do you suggest that everyone needs to go to a chiropractor?
1: Look, I believe everyone could benefit from going to a chiro. Does everyone need Does it? Would everyone, but they've got to, you know, go to the chiro that sort of fits them. Yeah. Can they still function well without going chiro? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's always like define function well. Like, I mean, function well could be I don't have that much pain. You know what I mean? But they could be operating there, but they could be there Yeah. as well. Like, and a lot of people, they get used to whatever they're baseline is and their baseline could be shit of. yeah yeah exactly right yeah and their baseline and i get it all the time of practicing for years in like anything like you have their baselines then they're like oh I'm all, I'm all good and then people get better and like oh shit that's actually what normal's supposed to be like yeah so um yeah i think everyone can benefit is it for everyone no okay. as well like ice baths yeah true. i feel like everyone can benefit like is everyone going to be like oh fuck you, i'm going to do ice? no no it's just not for everyone Hey, really. Have you? I've
0: never been to a physio or a chiropractor.
1: You're in the sports though, yeah. Yeah, but what'd I just I've never play? had
0: real like issues. Yeah, I enough know. pain <laughs> to what, need to go. Yeah. Which well,
1: that's the mindset. The mindset's like yeah. I've got to be at a certain level of pain to be able to go, as opposed to and look, and that's if you saw someone who's just pure, you know, uh, emergency care, mm. short term sort of sort of care. I mean, that might that might work, but most of the time, people like yourself, even if they came and saw me, by the time you do like a battery of tests. I mean, I sit in I ice in a desk most of course, days, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I probably yeah.
0: sleep a bit weird. Is yeah. that probably the main things you see at people?
1: The main, the main things that cause problems: prolonged sitting, poor posture, high stress, bad sleep position, poor amount of sleep. Yeah, everything. And it's like, <laughs> and if or any of those got anything to do with like being an athlete and lifting, yeah, no, nah, they're they're all like the fundamental things. Then and all people go, oh, I don't stretch enough. I think that's it's like, yeah, you might not stretch enough, but then if you're sitting behind a desk all day you're stressed out, you're eating shit, you're sleeping like six hours a night it's broken. So like, stretching is not going to like fix your body. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Things like that will help. But like if the other fundamental things aren't getting sorted, it's like if you're going to the gym and trying to lose weight and you go to the gym and then you're just like... Eat you, cake. Yeah, eating, <laughs> eating cake and KFC on the way home and you're stressed out, cortisol is through the roof, you're not going to get in shape. Yeah. Like it's like you've got to address it's all the... balance errors. kind yeah. of thing. It's sort of, yeah, yeah. If you can balance yeah,
0: anything. Yeah, no, that's fine. And so... You've obviously, this is all the stuff that if people haven't watched or haven't followed yet, they can go find that you preach, I guess, on all your channels. Yep. Have you found the response from people? Do you get positive feedback? Do you on get, which oh, one? Because so there's
1: my Cairo, then there's a bloke's lab, and they're quite different.
0: They're quite different. Well, yeah. I guess the Cairo stuff the
1: now. The Cairo side, yeah. So that's probably the more, the more established side. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, the like the TikTok's probably the, the channel that we've built the most. So that's pretty much all overseas. I've only got like 6%. I was going to
0: say, not many people in Australia have died fully into TikTok yet, no, in Perth especially. No,
1: no. So, like, my audience is probably 6% Australian. Wow. Yeah, so it's predominantly all overseas.
0: Like, and you're talking America, UK?
1: South Africa's big. Really? Yeah. They're South like Africa's her- big. Yeah. Like what you South do. Africa's big for me. Have uh, you been? S- no, no, no. You've there is. Yeah, see yeah, yeah. So, uh, England's big. Yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia's big. Um, philippines is big yeah oh. yeah so some different like america's decent america's put like 10 to 12 percent and do um, they
0: follow the same kind of prince i guess they are like the principles that you do here
1: well i find like a lot of countries that it, like when you're here like you sort of those other so some of the other countries they're not it's more foreign to them mm. so it's probably more yeah stimulating and entertaining whereas i think people in australia probably might have they've got more access to kairos so even though there's a lot of Probably the way I practice is probably different to most, but um, yeah. I mean, they're more there. There is some more degree of familiarity, even though they, they won't look at the content. And go, Oh shit, that looks pretty cool. But someone from like South Africa or Saudi Arabia, where it's not like a, it's not as common for them, it's like another level of like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah true. So for them, like they really like it. But like everything, you're going to get um, the bigger things get, you're going to get your <laughs> you're going to get your trolls. You're going to get your people who, uh, yeah, you're going to get both everything. So. But yeah. like it's the same, it's the same responses every time. So.
0: And so then you've kind of tried it all, I guess, on there, and you've done a thing. What What's next for that? Those kind of channels. How do you? What do you put on? What kind of content do you put out next?
1: Uh, I mean, the Blokes Lab's very, so that's very, where you're very angry. early. Yep. That's very early. That's so we only started podcasting, started that channel in December. Mm-hmm. So we've done, I think, seven podcasts. We've only released two. So is, it, is
0: it easy as you thought to do podcasting?
1: Uh, the, the level the op- level of operation we do is yeah. is pretty. You've full got on. a
0: really good setup in the studio yeah. and everything. Yeah, I've got a team
1: of four. Yeah, in my in my, my yeah. So like it, the, it's a whole.
0: And what type production. of guests do you want to start getting on then?
1: Yeah, look, I think um, people who I mean, there's a combination of people who that really have a crack at life, people who've done a bit of work, people who've had got a story, and then they've done a bit of work. To, people who've faced adversity. Um, you know, generally people with a bit of a uh, bit of a profile who who we have on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a whole, a whole range of people, but generally I want people who have a bit more <laughs> going on upstairs in terms of understand how to really process things, understand, like, what's happened to I them. They can provide so, yeah. some sort of... Yeah, educational absolutely. Yeah, I'm really not going to get an athlete on who's like <laughs> they haven't they haven't so got too much in, life or, something. or they haven't got much uh, introspective ability. To have sort you met a few of them? Yeah, have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> <What a story. laughs> we'll that's your now. That's your journalist. Line. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm look, like, looking, you're looking for a soundbite. Yeah, come on, you're looking for a soundbite. Yeah. yeah. So, um, look, I mean, the the blokes Lab essentially you what we do with that. I mean, the Cairo content, I'll just keep building that. I'm going back overseas yeah. again. I just go back from London last week and i'll go back there in july and probably go to dubai do some work there and i might go to la after that so yeah i'll probably once every three four months just shoot off somewhere yeah. probably not always for those countries but like two or three times a year um, and just organic grow that but it's more the blokes lab. we will do podcasts we do men's circles Okay. so we do What's them that? yeah so basically it's an opportunity we have like 12 guys um, that come into a circle, um, myself and Theo particularly, he, he'll facilitate it and gives an opportunity for the men to start like open up and sharing, you know, things that w- whatever they want to talk about and normally guys go pretty deep in that and they gets pretty uh, – a few of the guys get pretty emotional normally, yeah. And the guys have been holding on to stuff for a long time so it provides a safe environment for guys to – because a lot of guys, they don't have that from their mates mm. as well so they – and a lot, of their, a lot of male interactions are very like service level – very superficial. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Yeah. there's a few there's a few topics the guys talk about, but then normally yeah, doesn't yeah. normally <laughs> doesn't get too deep. So look, I think for a lot of guys and a lot of guys they don't really want to probably talk about you know to their partner about some things as well. So like they don't have their mates, they don't have the partner, they definitely don't have like their work colleagues. So sometimes things just build up and this is an opportunity for them to in a safe environment start to you know open open up in a healthy way rather than
0: like you said using other coping mechanisms yeah yeah of course
1: definitely yeah and often that can like start the process of them going oh shit okay it's actually okay to open up and around other guys and they're not going to laugh at me and call me a pussy and call me this or that you know what i mean and they're gonna and i can actually talk about my childhood and this and that yeah so like they're really they're really like a great vehicle as like an introductory tool so that's something we have and we've got different other things that like we're going to run some memberships and other sort of stuff moving yeah. forward yeah so early days for the Blokes Lab I think that's where a lot of the growth and different things we're going to do uh, are going to occur and we've got some fun different content content styles and with the Cairo stuff I've got some fun content stuff ideas I'm going to come up with the next sort of three months as well
0: yeah well everyone can I guess get into the podcast now early mm. catch up on the episodes that's and then it. be ready yeah. and then
1: yeah awesome perfect well Beautiful. thank you for
0: chatting with me today I really enjoyed getting to know what you do
1: thank you appreciate it thanks man.